page. It's setting up right now. That's okay. I feel like every live I ever do starts with, and we're uh, live. There we go. Oh, I think, yeah, we are on. Yay. Okay, so I see us popping up on Facebook. Hopefully people can hear us. All right. Um, yeah. Do you see? I see you in the corner. It says live. I'm trying to click on it. Um, well, while you're clicking, I'm going to welcome everybody in. Hi, everyone. It's Cassandra Storm. Welcome to another Trans Tuesday with My Feminine Heart. We have the beautiful and amazing uh, Karen Kendra Holmes with us tonight. Karen, thank you so much Hello. for joining us. Thanks for having me on your show, Cassandra. Oh my gosh, it's always a pleasure. Look at you with like your mic all set up over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something tells me you are quite used to uh, producing content for the internet. Uh, it's not too bad. I mean, you know, um, even earlier today it was kind of rough because I was hosting the show Inside Out uh, Radio and um, it was, we were going to do it by Skype and the thing just totally bombed out. So I called my engineer and I said, hey, can we do this just over the phone? And so we did the entire show over the phone. Wow. I was wondering if for your radio show, if you were still going into a studio at all. I would have uh, liked to. It would have been so much easier, you know, because everything's right there. Even if I was in the studio and had the uh, my host. I mean, my guest on the other end on the phone would have been much so much better for me just because I'm so used to the surroundings in the studio. Yeah. All right. So um, we're on Zoom tonight and like usually we're on streamer. So I've got the comments coming in a little differently. So you guys are going to see me kind of look down a little bit because I'm actually watching us on the phone <laughs> so I can see everything come in. So I just want to give a big shout out from Tracy Ashley. She's um, she says, hey. And uh, she says she can hear us loud and clear. So we are good to go. Um, Tracy is one of our younger viewers and she is on with us almost every single Tuesday. So we love having Tracy on the show. She always has some great things to share. Um, Tracy, I don't know if you, you probably w did watch the Trans Tuesday we had before with Karen. Um, but if you haven't, go back and watch. I just, I love when you're on. You do so much. You are so involved in the community. Um, so like even just today, you said you were on the radio. Yeah, it was it was really nice. Um, just basically getting views from someone who is uh, uh, queer, but the whole story was in regards to uh, black and brown uh, people, uh, LGBT, uh, trans, queer uh, people of color going through situations as far as with COVID, um, also with um, issues around police, uh, abuse and stuff like that so it was a good show um it was just the very beginning of it where you know usually there's always technology involved but we're trying to do this 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 separation you know and stuff like that so we can keep safe and uh it just took a little while but we managed it hey you know what in big time hollywood they are still doing interviews from their bedrooms and living rooms you don't see anybody kind of meet side by side anymore right now so you know right. it, it, it is what it is. We're just doing the best we can. For me, when I first created this podcast, uh -huh. I thought I would only be able to interview people in person. So at trans conferences mm -hmm. like Keystone, first event, uh, different soirees and smaller social gatherings. So 
um, I was dividing up my time for portraiture and interviews. And now I'm like, oh, I have this, the beauty of like being able to interview people all over the country and the world. And it doesn't have to like be all squeezed in just like a couple of times a year. Yeah. Well, you know, just uh, you as a photographer, you, you just bring the beauty out of anybody that you take pictures of. And when I saw the pictures that you forward over to me today, I was like, wow, you know, if I don't get a date by now, I'm going to cry for sure. <laughs> Karen, you looked beautiful. So one of the things um, that Karen and I are talking about, um, so it, it was very arty. Usually when I go into a trans conference as a photographer, I am mass producing people like, like my photo shoots. And sometimes I'm photographing every five minutes, every 10 minutes. And it's like one person after another. And I come back and I've literally had conferences where I've come back with seven to 10,000 photographs to edit. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's intense and everybody wants their pictures really quickly. So I usually do pretty standard editing. Um, you know, this is, this is how you look beautiful. Maybe a couple pictures go black and white, but I don't go really arty because I know not everybody likes it. And I, um, I need to kind of get the pictures out quickly and, and good to go. Um, but over the quarantine, I really, I miss that connection. You know, when, right. when we're together and I'm photographing you, I, you know, last week I was on a conference call with my networking group and they said, say something that, um, you know, is that you're good at. And one of the things that I said was, I'm good at helping people feel better about themselves. Like, I love doing it through this and, and helping motivate people and giving them positive inspiration, but with the camera too, you know, I love the, the human connection that we have and helping. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, helping show you how beautiful you are. So Karen um, did what a few people did. Um, they let me photograph them through the computer screen, <laughs> so, like quarantine style. So literally I called Karen on like Facebook um, Messenger and she's posing for me across the computer screen and I'm taking pictures of her like from the computer. So um, if you're not friends with Karen, if you don't follow her yet um, on Instagram, you can see one of her photos I posted today on the My Feminine Heart Instagram page, but I'm sure she'll be posting some. But when I get to do this and I'm not doing, you know, a hundred people at one time over a two or three day period, but I get to just photograph like, like you on like a Tuesday, you know, and I get to take right. time. I have more time to play later too. So I went kind of funky and arty with some of the pictures and, you right. know, some of them have like rainbows of color, but it's pride month, you know? Yeah, so. Exactly. Well, the interesting thing is, you know, when you first told me about doing this over the computer, I'm like scratching my head, like, how's that going to work, you know, and how good is it going to come out? And you would really be surprised to all your listeners out there, like, wow, this really, really works great. I don't know how you do it, but, you know, it's like, it's almost like you're right there with me and, and, and uh, trying to say, hey, do this, pose this way, pose that way. And uh, we connected really well. You know, I think anybody who's not a member of your, the, my feminine heart, they need to do that. So they, way, you know, they can get on the a VIP list and, and have you take photos and just bring out the beauty in them each and every time, which you, you always have a knack for that for the eye. Yeah, thank you. And, you know, and that was, um, for those of you who don't know, this was actually a free gift. So um, I just, you know, Karen 
supports my feminine heart. She signed up as part of the founders club. So she was one of the first people to sign up and be a member of the whole my feminine heart sisterhood. So everybody who did, um, they were offered a free photo shoot. And I know not everyone had the, um, the ability to take advantage of it yet because maybe they don't have the ability to dress at home right now, like while they're quarantined. Yeah. Um, but it's an open invitation. So anybody who signs up as a member of the Founders Club and uh, cut off is tomorrow. I am closing the club for forever. <laughs> it's, um, and it's small, it's just, it's like $9 a month and you get exclusive access to all the content from My Feminine Heart to watch amazing um, interviews like your transition journey and get free photo shoots and special products and special discounts and everything from our, from our top experts, all of that, that closes tomorrow. And then no one else will ever be able to sign up as a founding right. club member. Well, I tell you one thing, if is nine bucks is to me, you're damn well worth it. Sorry that I said damn. <laughs> but, <laughs> okay. it's, it's something that's supporting somebody who's really supporting our community. Um, and I, I, you know, everybody who's ever had photos taken by you, I know I share in the feelings and saying, we all love you. And we know that, you know, nine bucks, you know, it's well worth it. I mean, I go and spend that much on breakfast every time I go to work downtown. It's like, oh no, this is definitely worth the effort because I'm supporting somebody who's really supporting our community and, and we love you. Well, thank you. And like, you know, I think you're amazing. I think the work that you do is amazing. And, and so much of my feminine heart to me is about advocacy, but for me, I, I try to be really honest through this mm -hmm. quarantine because um, I take a lot of selfies. I'm always kind of showing where I'm at. Um, I do a lot of Facebook lives. And when I do that, when I'm on in front of the camera, I'm usually great because this inspires me and it makes me smile. But I've had some real low points over this quarantine mm -hmm. and I've tried to, tried to share that. But there have been times when I have just broken down in tears. Sometimes it felt like that was like on a weekly basis. Um, you know, my community of people are small business owners. Right. And so many of my friends um, are small business owners and, and we all kind of support each other and, um, you know, not knowing what would happen to our businesses, it, 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 it took a toll on me for my own business, but also to watch my friends' businesses struggle and, right. um, and knowing the community too, you know, when this quarantine happened and we had Keystone cancel, which brilliant of the leaders, you know, Joanne and Christy for, for calling that one because mm -hmm. they canceled before um, anybody else like locked down right. and they were totally right. I mean, it, like it, it, they were, they, they had the crystal ball knowing that was coming. Um, but, you know, Karen, you and I both know people, they hold on all year for that yeah, conference. Exactly. And, and uh, to not have that opportunity, we right. saw some tears. So. Yeah. Well, I tell you, you know, um, to be able to associate and be a part of the community. I mean, you know, like you said, a lot of the girls, they, 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 this is a one-time event for them for the entire year. And to be able to be a part of this uh, event for three days, four days, depending on when, when they get there that week or something, um, you just see a lot of the girls come alive, you know, and myself and some others that I'm going to call the veterans that come there that have been, um, you know, obviously I'm, I'm a trans woman who 
is post-op and stuff like that. But there's others. We're there to encourage the newbies. You know, we want them to feel comfortable. We want them to feel like nobody's going to make fun of them, you know, or anything like that. And at the hotel, the staff there love us to death when we come out there every year. So, yeah, uh, just a wonderful feeling. And I'm just sad that it didn't happen this year again. Uh, and it was tough. And hopefully next year they'll have it where we'll be able to come there, you know? Yeah. And, you know, so to me, there've been, the, there's one major theme that I see a lot in the community, especially the newbies that you talk mm -hmm. about. And I see how alone and isolated people feel so often until they can go into a trans conference. Right. Um, and in, in the scenario for us with, um, you know, my feminine heart, at least with our Tuesday night Facebook lives, people are able to come in and join us in these evenings and feel like they're part of the community. Um, so, so losing that, oh, just totally heartbreaking. But what I think is really special about right now is it's, it's pride month or we're, we're ending. It's like the last day of pride month. Yeah. And I've been seeing so many people. We, I, I don't know about you, but I, I didn't think any pride events would happen. And then mm -hmm. all of a sudden towards the end of the month, we started seeing some, some pepperings of pride events where people actually were, were gathering. It was amazing. Um, did you have anything going on down where you live? Um, last weekend, or this past weekend, it just happened. Um, I got contacted by a group in Prince George's County, Maryland. And what they did was a Pride and Black Lives Movement uh, motorcade. And we started in College Park, Maryland, and ended up uh, driving through Prince George's County and ended up over at Largo, Maryland. Um, and then at that location in Largo, we gave out hundreds of food for people that were coming through. The, and the line was just long. Um, I got some of it on my Facebook page. So if anybody wants to, to look at them, they're more than welcome to do that. Um, and if you want to be friends of mine on Facebook, just, uh, you know, go on Karen Kendra Homes and I'll friend you. Hopefully, you know, I've, I've got standards, you know. When you have to have a profile picture and there's no nudity on that for me to accept you as a friend. And um, that's basically it. Um, and with you, I mean, because of what you're going through um, with this COVID um, situation, it was an honor for me to, to give you space on my, my personal website, you know, with a banner, that people can see your banner on in and click and go right to your your page and and you're in the reference section as well. You know, I'm proud to have, be a proud supporter of you um, and giving you something that's totally free for you because we love you. <laughs> we love Karen, you. That's amazing. And if you haven't had a chance yet, please check out her website, kkholmes.com. Um, Karen's got her life story on there and she has this huge list of all the places she volunteers and all these things that she supports and thank you so much for supporting us. Mm. Um, you know, one of the things that I tell people, especially in, in this community, but I, I believe this in my heart in general, I was raised to volunteer and to give mm. up myself and no matter how low or how much I struggle when I get out away of myself and I'm helping another person it lifts me up 10, 10 right. times more than I think I'm even able to help somebody else. And um, one of the things I wanted you specifically on for tonight is I'm seeing people who 
haven't been outside of their home in months, haven't been interacting out at pride events or out starting to do some advocacy. And that is such an important thing. And it's such a great step. Just, I don't know about you, Karen, but I social distanced hard because I, I wanted this to end and I wanted to get back to work. And I literally didn't start to hug people until the last like few weeks when I would see like a friend that I also knew was quarantining to just hug somebody. Right. I yeah. didn't know how badly I missed that. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. Um, and I know like um, even last weekend, you know, it's like working with a couple of the uh, Prince George's County police that are part of the LGBT task force. Um, you know, we're doing the elbow, but it's like, hey, give me a hug because I know these officers are so much in support of not only the LGBT community, but the transgender community, which they've opened me up so wholeheartedly to be accepted and everything else. And they're even talking, which I don't really want to say much because I don't want to jinx it, but I'm going to say, I'm going to, I might have a pretty good big part working as a volunteer with uh, the Prince George's County Police as a liaison to their, their task force. So um, congratulations. I hope, I hope that works. I mean, the officers that I saw Saturday, they said, you know what, this is a good idea. We need to have somebody like you working as a you know civilian volunteer who's trans and can get the word out about um, that they're helping. It's like when I got asked uh, last year, because a couple of the girls were murdered in Fairmont Heights, Maryland, uh, the district commander, um, the major, she can't called me up and she goes, look, I'm tired of playing ping pong with DC on the district line, you know, pushing the girls over one side of the street and then they push them back. And if I arrest them, they're going to come back out on the street. Let's see if we can get some kind of program going. So I ended up getting a coalition started in Prince George's County um, through the program Hearts, Heart to Hand because I figured they already have connections out there. Uh, and that was the first start. And we got like about at least 11 organizations that are working with us to um, try to go out there, talk to the girls and see if we can help them get off the streets. Um, my whole goal is let's set up something where we can do resume building to get them to do a resume to also, I wanna target um, goodwill places, you know, that have clothing. We donate clothes to these organizations and what they do is they turn around and sell it. Well, how about if we send some of the girls there who need clothes to dress for success and you donate it to them only. So we're working on little things like that and hopefully, and I know you want to be a part of something like that yeah. when we do a, a fair and um, COVID has really messed up things, but this gives us a little time to, to try to get out there and, and associate and get these girls some help. Well, yeah, it definitely gives time to prepare. And when we last spoke about this, I'm so excited to hear you talk about it again, mm -hmm. um, to know that it's, it is going to move forward because there's nothing like a pandemic to shut down you know, I'm interacting with people one-on-one, -on -one, but to be able to go into the streets, you're going into the streets, yeah, pulling up women, like 
these amazing trans women who are struggling to get by and saying, here's a shot. And, you know, not just throwing them to the wolves or just giving them okay. money or a little food and, and not really helping their direction, but to work on resume building and interview skills, I will gladly donate and help these girls have a nice executive headshot for, you know, a LinkedIn profile, like to help them move along the ladder. And I know a lot of the My Feminine Heart team want to come down right. and help with um, self-esteem building and with the employments, like with anything that we can. And I bet you we can get some clothes donated too. So right. um, Karen, are you ready to start receiving help with this? Like if people are watching <laughs> right now, can people contact you and say, I want to donate this, or I want to volunteer with that? Right. I mean, now we got to do is go to my website, kkhomes.com. There is a, a, a tab that they can click on. It says contact um, they can send, send it through that way, or they can send me an email personally at real easy, kkhomes at kkhomes.com and tell me, you know, what you want. And uh, we'll respond back to you and, and try to pull you into that group because you know what? I don't want to reinvent the wheel. I want to be able to add to that wheel and make it be successful. And it's not on my program, which it was kind of weird when I started the coalition, they're like, uh, you know, my program, like, no, 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 no. This is our program. This is everybody coming together and working as one unit. And that's the way I want to make it. And that's including, you know, I know a lot of the trans people uh, have a dislike towards the police, but trust me, this is something that these people I know in Prince George's County want to work with us. Montgomery County, uh, same thing. They want to work with us. I've already met the chief of police from Montgomery County. Um, before the chief left, uh, who resigned in Prince George's County, he was all behind us as well. So, and I heard that the new uh, acting chief in Prince George's County is willing to support us too. So uh, we've got a good team. Um, and the other big thing, cause I may be in your town soon. <laughs> um, I got um, working with a program as a volunteer with the Department of Justice Community Relations Services, myself and about 13, 14 other transgender people got teamed up with other police officers from around the country. And I think it was about maybe another 10. And we went through this one day program where we're gonna be teaming up together and we're gonna be responding to um, other law enforcement agencies across the country to try to bridge that gap between the transgender community and the police law enforcement, basically. And um, it was supposed to start in May. Uh, obviously, COVID put a damper on that. But as soon as that's reared up and ready to go, we're going to be out there. And I'm excited. I mean, I was so excited because doing that training that day, it was doing lunchtime. The program hadn't even been finished yet. And I had a couple of the officers say, look, we want you to come with us on, a, on a, a mission assignment to go to one of these states and talk to the police there. And I'm like, wow, the program isn't even over. They don't know what I can do. <laughs> and yet they want me to be already uh, involved with them. So it was a big honor to get that from uh, the people from Department of Justice. So hopefully uh, we'll get things rolling soon, as soon as travel is lifted for the federal government. That would be amazing. So um, hold on, we have so many comments that have been coming and let me catch us up on, on everybody who's joining us tonight. So Chloe Webb is watching. Okay. Um, 
Tracy Ashley says, I'm one of those people. I love this community so much and I will friend you, friend request you, Karen. Okay. Sorry, my profile pic is my Bitmoji because I don't have any female pictures yet. Um, and so <laughs> well, that's tell her, tell her okay. you know, just send me a private message to let me know they saw me and heard us on <clears throat> my feminine heart and I'll accept it. It's just basically, I just, I'm doing it for safety and I'm doing it for respect out of my family who are friends of mine on Facebook, co-workers, um, law enforcement, military family that I have too. So I just got to be careful. I'm, I'm the same way with mine. I try to, I never accepted friend requests from people that I hadn't met personally before, but since starting this podcast, I loosened up the reins mm -hmm. with that. Um, but I'm still, um, I actually had somebody come after me um, mm -hmm. using my work in the community a couple years ago and they had a fake profile and they were trying to lure me and hurt me. Um, and I had some beautiful people that looked into it and they said, this isn't a real profile, you know? Um, so I try to be, I try to be careful as well. So if anybody ever friend requests me and I don't accept it, it's, I probably won't accept it unless you're friends with a lot of people that I'm, I'm friends with just from that right. safety issue, but you can always follow me. Um, I have so many Facebook pages. I have like so many Instagram accounts <laughs> and my, my profile is pretty public. Most of the stuff that I publish is, is right. public anyway. Um, but you'll see when you see the comments, Karen, from, um, from this live tonight, you'll see Tracy Ashley's comment and you'll recognize her profile pic too. Okay. So Marina Cottrell, our beautiful health coach is with us tonight. She says, hello, beautiful ladies. <laughs> oh, and she said, I was so happy. I was able to hug you last week, Cassandra. Yeah, we did a, a one day day trip to the beach and it was cold oh, and rainy and couldn't even be on the beach, but it was okay. <laughs> we got to like have that little girl time together. Right. Um, so Tracy Lynn is joining us, Renee Mitchell. She says, hi everyone. Robin Clement, she, oh, Robin, she says, okay, I joined, kind of promised you I would when canceling the Keystone photo appointment. Sorry, it took so long. Robin, no worries. <laughs> so excited to have you be a part of the club. Um, Marina is also, Karen, going to send you a Facebook friend request. Okay. Um, Tracy Ashley says, I'm the same way too, but don't worry, I'm a real transgender person. So, <laughs> we're all caught up. Oh, good, good. <laughs> Yeah. So, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. You go ahead. Yeah. Uh, it's so funny about, we were, we're talking about volunteering and stuff. Um, I also write an article for um, Baltimore Outbound newspaper. Mm -hmm. And um, today I just submitted to my next article that'll be out uh, either Friday or Saturday this week. And it is called, the title of it is Making a Difference is My Mission. And, you know, and it talks about a smidgen of some of my volunteer stuff. I wish I had more to be able to write between six and 700 words, but it's like, just no way. <laughs> so, um, but I tried to put the, the meat of it in there to say what I'm doing. And to me, I, I call what I've got is a virus and the virus is called volunteer. And I'm trying to to infect as many people as I can to say, not to put shame on you, but to give you a little bit of, hey, let's volunteer because when you volunteer, at least for me, oh, the, the joy that comes in my heart because I'm putting smiles and hope into other people out there. So, um, and if you, no matter what mood I might be in, 
as soon as I get out there and volunteer and give my time to somebody else who may be a heck of a lot worse than I am, it just makes the world a difference. Yeah. So, and there's so many ways you can give. There's time, mm-hmm. treasure, you know, if you can do nothing else but financially donate or talent, you know, whatever your talent may be. Um, and, you know, Karen, obviously one of your many talents is um, how well-spoken you are and how out you are. I mean, you have a radio show, you have a newspaper column, you've spoken at TEDx, you know, you have, you have really publicly kind of helped lead a movement here. It's been amazing. Well, I tell you one thing, when I transitioned, I did not expect this at all. I, when I transitioned, I wanted to live a normal life. I wasn't looking to be in the limelight like this. I just wanted to be a normal girl, (laughs) you know, (laughs) and and just enjoy who I am now um, after 40 years and wandering no more, which is my tagline on my uh, challenge coin. and my business cards. And because it took me 40 years to figure this crap out. It's like, who am I? I just kept wandering uh, as thinking I was nothing but a cross-dresser. And to go to the Philadelphia Trans Health Conference, which is now the Philadelphia Trans Wellness Conference, to hear stories from other girls um, and to see little kids five, six, and seven years old being happy and their parents were supporting them. I'm like, wow, this is who I really am. And um, it was, that was, that was a life-changing moment at that conference. So. Yeah. Well, and you know, um, a lot of what you guys have seen uh, from my feminine heart has been focusing on transition. And a lot of our interviews so far have been transition journeys. Um, but you know, my feminine heart is really about helping anybody with a feminine spirit. So you're going to be seeing people, um, interviews coming up with people in different stages and with different plans for their end game. So we're going to have interviews with people who consider themselves bigendered with no interest in fully transitioning, um, people who consider themselves, um, like, as you put it, just a cross-dresser, but a cross-dresser. Uh, so anybody in whatever stage of life you are at, know that you are loved and honored and cherished here. Absolutely. Um, you know, we have amazing people. I know there are so many people who watch, um, you know, our, our podcast and they think that they could never transition. And I love that our, our transition journey stories, they kind of help pave the way. They, they cross the bridge so that people can see, wow, I was just like her. Mm-hmm. You know, she struggled and she didn't know what she was doing and she made it to here and maybe I can do that too. Right. Um, but yeah, we're here to support, you know, anybody who, who may be struggling, anybody on any path of their life that wants to feel that femininity and, and express their feminine selves. Um, you know, when we first started, we've done almost 60 podcasts, if you can believe wow. it, the, the beginning of January. Yeah, it's been a lot. <laughs> That's um, awesome. Yeah. And it's, you know, for us, it's, um, it's been kind of easier to interview people who are fully transitioned in out because mm-hmm. this is very public. 
So, um, you know, I have been reaching out to people who might be a little bit more closeted. They might not be fully out, but we still want to hear their stories. So if you know anybody who has a story to share that maybe they haven't transitioned or they're not intending to transition, but they do live a feminine life and would love to help and inspire others, please nominate them. Please to have them reach out to me. I would love to have a conversation with them because we want to support everybody that we can. Right. So you're going to be seeing, you know, this is, this is an interesting part of our journey because it's been six months of my feminine heart and the next six months are going to look really different. So to tomorrow, we are closing down the founders club and then we're not having anybody be able to sign up for a membership for a period of time. We're gonna temporarily close everything down because we have some exciting new things coming. And those new memberships, when we open back up later in the year, they're gonna look different than the Founders Club. Nobody's gonna ever have the VIP access and the you know super low rate of $9 a month that our founders do. So if that's important to you, if you've been waiting, this is the time to sign up because it's all shutting down. Future membership levels are going to have different things, but they're never going to have as much as the Founders Club and they're going to be more expensive. So, um, but we are, we're evolving. We've been evolving this whole club and program and sisterhood to, to meet the love and the lifestyles and the needs of our community. So I hope you know how much nights like this where everybody's like tuning in and sharing their comments. Like I'm looking down at my phone now. Um, you know, I get so many private messages too. I get, you know, emails and private messages from people who are nervous to kind of put publicly put themselves out there in the comments. Um, but you know, I hear you. I always try to respond to everybody and I want you to know, you know, you're heard and your feedback is heard. So if there's ever people whose stories you want to hear, if there's topics you want us to talk about, we've got it. And yeah. I like Karen, anytime you want to come out, <laughs> love having you on the show. Well, I know like um, on my website page and I'm, I want to encourage any of the trans people that are listening to, to sign up on my page or just add a story. I do have a tab that is basically set for my story and you can add your own story because your story could be so much close to somebody else. I always tell people that everybody's story is like DNA. It's very, very close, but except there is a slight difference in, and your story may help somebody else who might not be able to understand. And so we want to encourage them to say, oh, wow, that story is just like mine. Maybe I can do it, you know? And then I also have, um, I'm also putting on in those all my past articles for, uh, Baltimore Outline newspaper. So you can see all the different articles about uh, coming out, my journey, uh, my journey continues. Uh, involved with the church because, you know, the church seems to push away a lot of the trans people as well as the LGBT out of the church because of who they are. There are so many loving churches out there, like the churches I go to. And it's, uh, just there. So a lot of those articles are there. Check it out. Um, and if you ever need to talk, um, hit me up on Facebook or send me an email. I try to be very cordial to everybody. If, trust me, it's not easy, but I will respond as long as it's in a nice way, you know, as far as talking and stuff like that. So I want to encourage you. There is hope. I transitioned at the age of 43, <laughs> um, 
right? Actually, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, 53, da-da-da-da-da, 40 years of wandering no more. Um, yeah. But the uh, issue was uh, now at the age of 63, things are just really rolling in and it's doing really well. Yeah. And, you know, that's been a really common theme. A lot of the first transition journeys that we, that I interviewed for the podcast, um, Joanne Carroll, uh, Danny mm -hmm. Bow, you know, um, Temperance DeWitt, anybody can at any time see Temperance's for free. And I recommend that you do because she covered some pretty deep and heavy stuff. She was our inaugural one. So you don't have to be a club member to, to watch hers, but she talked about, um, so courageously about getting assaulted post-transition mm. and, you know, having an entirely different life experience after, you know, she had started the transitioning process and the things that she wanted to be aware of and help other people be safe with. But one of the common themes, and those were the first um, three of four transition journey podcasts that we did, they all talked so heavily about the church. Right. and how much they struggled with religion. And all of them found ways to come back to God and found churches that would accept them. Right. Um, you know, and I think that if you need that, um, I'm blanking, Marina's gonna kill me because I'm blanking because I have um, a dehydration headache because it's really <laughs> hot and I, I was out in the sun too much and didn't get enough water. So sorry, Marina, our health coach is always pushing hydration. Um, <laughs> so I'm blanking on the name of the website, but I remember in Danny Bowe's interview, she talked about there are literally websites that are that just list LGBT friendly churches that right. you can find. Um, when I'll, I'll try to remember that. Danny, if you're watching, please put it in the comments or if somebody see, knows that website, please put it in the comments so everybody can see it. But find yeah, your community. You can have, you can be a part of the transgender community and have mm -hmm. a micro community. Um, you know, as an ally, I get to be a part of this community as an ally. Um, as a, a small business owner, I get to be a part of that community. As somebody who lives in New York, PA, I get to be a part of that community. You know, we have so many communities that we get to belong into. And that's what I feel like volunteerism really does. Or, you right. know, belonging to a church or even getting involved in your church, you know, find your people right. that you can really connect with and, you know, you can support them, they can support you and you can create, you know, a micro family, a, a beautiful circle of friends. So if you feel right. that you are missing that anywhere in your life, it's a perfect way to build it for yourself. Yeah. All right. So we've got, I'll oh, go ahead, Karen. I was just going to say real quick, uh, the church I go to and belong to is Rockville United Church, and they do a Zoom uh, thing every Sunday at uh, 10.45 in the morning. You're more than welcome to join. Um, they accepted me. I'm the only transgender person in the church right now, and just recently- That they know of. That they know. That's very true. <laughs> <You know. laughs> um, but I'm very outspoken in the church and I tell them I need prayer about working the streets with the girls and stuff like that. They even provided a, and it brought tears to my eyes because I asked for prayer and I said that I wanted to uh, get up enough funds for myself to purchase a bulletproof vest because I'm out there um, and I've wow. seen some issues. I've heard some issues from the police officers that I've ride with. And so next thing I know at the end of church that day, one lady walked up to me and gave me this money and I didn't open it right, right away until I got home. 
And I didn't want to take it. She goes, no, you take this. You're doing great things out there. It was $50 when I got home and looked at it. The, um, and two days later, that Tuesday, I get a phone call from the church, uh, one of the council members, and they said, look, how much does the vest cost? And I told them I'm looking at a level three bulletproof vest, and I'm looking at it they're around between $550 and $650. And they said, well, we want to donate $500 towards you getting a vest. And I'm like, you're kidding me. And that's, that's them thinking about reaching out to me to make sure that I'm safe. And then just recently, about two, three months ago, they're asking me to be a, a leadership in leadership with the council as a council member sitting on the board. And I had only been there for a, about a year. And I'm like, wow, they are, they're stepping up to me. They want to be a part of my life and me be a part of theirs. So, you know, um, and I didn't actually go out looking for an LGBTQ church. I just went where I felt God lead me and where I can be involved and stuff like this. And the next thing I know, me being there, giving me that opportunity to share who I am and they're loving me just as much as I love them right now. Well, and that's one of the things that I love about you, Karen, is, um, and, I, and I wanna put this out there for anybody who's watching, to me, there's, there's two kinds of volunteering, like where you're physically volunteering somewhere and you're putting yourself out there. You can volunteer in your community and advocate for your community. So for example, going to Pride mm -hmm. um, and working a, a Pride booth you know, with other trans folk. Um, but another way to do that, which is amazing, and please do anything that you can, but another way to do it, which I think um, you do so well, is you specifically, Karen, you don't look for to volunteer in just LGBT organizations. So you volunteer with, you know, the Red Cross and different guard units. And, you know, the, you've done so many different things. I always see you like every day you're out feeding people or you're making baskets and you're, you are representing the trans community to an organization like your church, which may not have anyone else volunteering there who's trans. And you were lifting up the community by showing this positive example of, I'm a person too. Uh, mm. Don't think of me as this different, you know, niche kind of like community way off in the corner. I'm a part of this community. I'm helping this community. I'm just like you and everybody else. And to mm. me, that is so progressive. And so, and it's brave. I mean, you are putting yourself out there, you know? Yeah. yeah. So how, however people can help progress their community and show the world, hey, we're, we're people too. Exactly. Do That's it. the whole key. We're people too. We're, we're, we're just as normal as they are. You know, they may not see it, but hopefully in our actions and what we do will change their minds one by one. Yeah. I, Joanne Carroll, who I love, you know, she always says, um, you can't hate someone once you know their story. Right. And that's what you do. You know, you're standing up in a church where you think you may be the only trans person, you're the only out trans person. And you're saying, you know, I'm doing this in the world. If you have anything, please help support the work that I'm doing. I mean, that, that takes guts, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Let me, um, I've got uh, yeah, so many good. more comments coming in. Let me, okay. let me catch us up here. Cause I always love to acknowledge everybody that's watching it. So Tracy Lynn is watching, um, Leah Masters. Hi Leah. Hi Tracy. 
Um, Chloe Webb, just want to say I am amazed at the work both of you beautiful ladies do for the community. Oh, Chloe, thank oh, you so Thanks, much. Chloe. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Marina put out her um, Instagram and Facebook hashtag at um, Natural Balance, um, and she says she would love for all of us to be a part of her tribe. Marina is part of our tribe. So if you go into the My Feminine Heart page, Top Experts, you'll see Marina as our health coach very warm and loving and welcoming and she's adorable because she's like italian but a health coach so she teaches you how to make italian food but like gluten-free and low fat and low cal but still delicious <laughs> i don't i don't know how she does it but i'm waiting for your cookbook marina so um so they're really, Tracy, they're really, oh, really quick you know to the to our vip members and stuff you know which i did for you as far as for the the banner and stuff for my website you ladies, you got to get it into me so I can make sure that you're taking good care of in our group. So uh, Cassandra can push that out to y'all a little bit later, how and what we need to do to get you on one of my banners as well, you know, because uh, it's free. <laughs> yes, Karen, thank you so much. So I will be in touch with our experts again. And some of them, I'm the one who's holding them up because I do a little bit of amateur graphic design because I've always had to do all my own stuff. I do my own sites and graphic yeah, work. So I've been helping the girls with some of their stuff and I've gotten kind of behind. Yeah. So you're going to be seeing people, um, interviews coming up with people in different stages and with different plans for their end game. So we're going to have interviews with people who consider themselves bi-gendered with no interest in fully transitioning, um, people who consider themselves, um, like as you put it, just a cross-dresser, but a cross-dresser. Uh, so anybody in whatever stage of life you are at, know that you are loved and honored and cherished here. Absolutely. Um, you know, we have amazing people. I know there are so many people who watch, um, you know, our, our podcasts and they think that they could never transition. And I love that our, our transition journey stories, they kind of help pave the way they, they cross the bridge so that people can see, wow, I was just like her. Mm -hmm. you know, she struggled and she didn't know what she was doing and she made it to here. And maybe I can do that too. Right. Um, but yeah, we're here to support you know, anybody who, who may be struggling, anybody on any path of their life that wants to feel that femininity and, and express their feminine selves. Um, you know, when we first started, we've done almost 60 podcasts, if you can believe wow. it, since the beginning of January. Yeah, it's been a lot. <laughs> That's um, awesome. Yeah. And it's, you know, for us, it's, um, it's been kind of easier to interview people who are fully transitioned and out because mm -hmm. this is very public. So, um, you know, I have been reaching out to people who might be a little bit more closeted. They might not be fully out, but we still want to hear their story. So if you know anybody who has a story to share that maybe they haven't transitioned or they're not intending to transition, but they do live a feminine life and would love to help and inspire others, please nominate them. Please have them reach out to me. I would love to have a conversation with them because we want to support everybody that we can. Right. So you're going to be seeing... You know, this is, this is an interesting part of our journey because it's been six months of my feminine heart and the next six months are going to look really different. So to tomorrow, we are closing down the founders club and then we're not having anybody be able to sign up for a membership for a period of time. We're going to temporarily close everything down because we have some exciting new things coming. And those new memberships, when we open back up later in the year, they're going to look different than the Founders Club. Nobody's going to ever have the VIP access 
and the, you know, super low rate of $9 a month that our founders do. So that's important to you. If you've been waiting, this is the time to sign up because it's all shutting down. Future membership levels are going to have different things, but they're never going to have as much as the Founders Club and they're going to be more expensive. So, um, but we are, we're evolving. We've been evolving this whole club and program and sisterhood to, to meet the love and the lifestyles and the needs of our community. So I hope you know how much nights like this where everybody's like tuning in and sharing their comments. Like I'm looking down at my phone now. Um, you know, I get so many private messages too. I get, you know, emails and private messages from people who are nervous to kind of put publicly put themselves out there in the comments. Um, but you know, I hear you. I always try to respond to everybody and I want you to know, you know, you're heard and your feedback is heard. So if there's ever people whose stories you want to hear, if there's topics you want us to talk about, we've got it. And yeah. I, I like Karen, anytime you want to come out, <laughs> love yeah. having you on the show. Well, I know like um, on my website page and I'm, I want to encourage any of the trans people that are listening to to sign up on my page or just add a story. I do have a tab that is basically set for my story and you can add your own story because your story could be so much close to somebody else. I always tell people that everybody's story is like DNA. It's very, very close, but except there is a slight difference in, in your story may help somebody else who might not be able to understand. And so we want to encourage them to say, oh, wow, that story is just like mine. Maybe I can do it, you know? And then I also have, um, I'm also putting on in those all my past articles for uh, Baltimore Outlaw newspaper. So you can see all the different articles about uh, coming out, my journey, uh, my journey continues. Uh, involved with the church because, you know, the church seems to push away a lot of the trans people as well as the LGBT out of the church because of who they are. There are so many loving churches out there, like the churches I go to, and it's uh, just there. So a lot of those articles are there. Check it out. Um, and if you ever need to talk, um, hit me up on Facebook or send me an email. I try to be very cordial to everybody. If, trust me. It's not easy, but I will respond as long as it's in a nice way, you know, as far as talking and stuff like that. So I want to encourage you. There is hope. I transitioned at the age of 43. <laughs> um, right. Actually, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, 53. Da, 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 da. 40 years and wandering no more. Um, yeah. But the uh, issue was. Uh, now at the age of 63, things are just really rolling in and it's doing really well. Yeah. And, you know, that's been a really common theme. A lot of the first transition journeys that we, that I interviewed for the podcast, um, Joanne Carroll, uh, Danny Bow, you know, um, Temperance DeWitt, anybody can at any time see Temperance's for free. And I recommend that you do because she covered some pretty deep and heavy stuff. She was our inaugural one. So you don't have to be a club member to, to watch hers, but she talked about um, so courageously about getting assaulted post-transition mm. and, you know, having an entirely different life experience 
after you know she had started the transitioning process and the things that she wanted to be aware of and help other people be safe with. But one of the common themes, and those were the first um, three of four transition journey podcasts that we did, they all talked so heavily about the church right. and how much they struggled with religion. And all of them found ways to come back to God and found churches that would accept them. Right. Um, you know, and I think that if you need that, um, I'm blanking. Marina's going to kill me because I'm blanking because I have um, a dehydration headache because it's really <laughs> hot and I, I was out in the sun too much and didn't get enough water. So sorry, Marina, our health coach is always pushing hydration. Um, <laughs> so I'm blanking on the name of the website, but I remember in Danny Bowe's interview, she talked about there are literally websites that are that just list LGBT friendly churches that right. you can find. Um, when I'll, I'll try to remember that. Danny, if you're watching, please put it in the comments or if somebody see, knows that website, please put it in the comments so everybody can see it. But yeah, find your community. You can have, you can be a part of the transgender community and have mm -hmm. a micro community. Um, you know, as an ally, I get to be a part of this community as an ally. Um, as a, a small business owner, I get to be a part of that community as somebody who lives in York, PA, I get to be a part of that community. You know, we have so many communities that we get to belong into. And that's what I feel like volunteerism really does, or, you right. know, belonging to a church or even getting involved in your church, you know, find your people right. that you can really connect with and, you know, you can support them, they can support you and you can create, you know, a micro family, a, a beautiful circle of friends. So if you feel mm -hmm. that you are missing that anywhere in your life, it's a perfect way to build it for yourself. Yeah. All right. So we've I got, have, oh, go ahead, Karen. I was just going to say real quick, uh, the church I go to and belong to is Rockville United Church. And they're, they do a Zoom uh, thing every Sunday at uh, 1045 in the morning. You're more than welcome to join. Um, they accepted me. I'm the only transgender person in the church right now. And just recently. That they know of. That they know. That's very true. <laughs> <They know. laughs> um, but I'm very outspoken in the church. And I tell them I need prayer about working the streets with the girls and stuff like that. They even provided a, and it brought tears to my eyes because I asked for prayer. And I said that I wanted to uh, get up enough funds for myself to purchase a bulletproof vest because I'm out there um, and I've wow. seen some issues. I've heard some issues from the police officers that I've ride with. And so next thing I know at the end of church that day, one lady walked up to me and gave me this money and I didn't open it right, right away until I got home and I didn't want to take it. She goes, no, you take this. You're doing great things out there. It was $50 when I got home and looked at it. The um, and two days later, that Tuesday, I get a phone call from the church, uh, one of the council members, and they said, "Look, how much does the vest cost?" And I told them I'm looking at a level three bulletproof vest, and I'm looking at it's around between five fifty and six fifty. And they said, "Well, we want to donate five hundred dollars towards you getting a vest." And I'm like, "You're kidding me!" And that's that's them Re thinking about reaching out to me to make sure that I'm safe. And then just recently, about two, three months ago, they're asking me to be a, a leadership in leadership with the council as a council member sitting on the board. And I had only been there for a, about a year. And I'm like, wow, they are 
they're stepping up to me. They want to be a part of my life and me be a part of theirs. So, you know, um, and I didn't actually go out looking for an LGBTQ church. I just went where I felt God lead me and where I can be involved and stuff like this. And the next thing I know, me being there, giving me that opportunity to share who I am and they're loving me just as much as I love them right now. Well, and that's one of the things that I love about you, Karen, is, um, and I and I want to put this out there for anybody who's watching. To me, there's there's two kinds of volunteering, like where you're physically volunteering somewhere and you're putting yourself out there. You can volunteer in your community and advocate for your community. So, for example, going to Pride mm -hmm. um, and working a, a Pride booth, you know, with other trans folk. Um, but another way to do that, which is amazing, and please do anything that you can. But another way to do it, which I think um, you do so well, is you specifically, Karen, you don't look for to volunteer in just LGBT organizations. You volunteer with, you know, the Red Cross and different guard units. And, you know, the, you've done so many different things. I always see you like every day you're out feeding people or you're making baskets and you're you are representing the trans community to an organization like your church, which may not have anyone else volunteering there who's trans. And you were lifting up the community by showing this positive example of, I'm a person too. Mm. Uh, don't think of me as this different, you know, niche kind of like community way off in the corner. I'm a part of this community. I'm helping this community. I'm just like you and everybody else. And to mm -hmm. me, that is so progressive. And so, and it's brave. I mean, you are putting yourself out there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So how, however people can help progress their community and show the world, hey, we're, we're people too. Exactly. Do That's it. the whole key. We're people too. We're, we're, we're just as normal as they are. You know, they may not see it, but hopefully in our actions and what we do will change their minds one by one. Yeah. I Joanne Carroll, who I love, you know, she always says, um, you can't hate someone once you know their story. Right. And that's what you do. You know, you're standing up in a church where you think you may be the only trans person. You're the only out trans person. And you're saying, you know, I'm doing this in the world. If you have anything, please help support the work that I'm doing. I mean, that, that takes guts, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Let me, um, I've got yeah, so many more comments coming in. Let me, okay. let me catch us up here. Cause I always love to acknowledge everybody that's watching it. So Tracy Lynn is watching, um, Liam Masters. Hi, Leah. Hi, Tracy. Um, Chloe Webb just want to say, I am amazed at the work both of you beautiful ladies do for the community. Oh, Chloe. Thank oh, you. So thanks much. Chloe. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Marina put out her, um, Instagram and Facebook hashtag at, um, natural balance um and she says she would love for all of us to be a part of her tribe marina is part of our tribe so if you go into the my feminine heart page top experts you'll see marina as our health coach very warm and loving and welcoming and she's adorable because she's like italian but a health coach so she teaches you how to make italian food but like gluten-free and low fat and low cal but still delicious <laughs> i don't i don't know how she does it but i'm waiting for your cookbook marina so um so they're really, they're really, okay. really quick, you know, to the, to our VIP members and stuff, you know, which I did for you, as far as for the, the banner and stuff for my website, you get ladies, 
you got to get it into me so I can make sure that you're taking good care of in our group. So uh, Cassandra can push that out to y'all a little bit later, how and what we need to do to get you on one of my banners as well, you know, because uh, it's free. <laughs> yes, Karen, thank you so much. So I will be in touch with our experts again. And some of them, I'm the one who's holding them up because I do a little bit of amateur graphic design because I've always had to do all my own stuff. I do my own sites and graphic yeah, work. So I've been helping the girls with some of their stuff and I've gotten kind of behind. 